Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome back to another episode of Self Love Is My Rehab, where we are all tired of abusing our addiction. I'm about to get my partner in crime, DC, on the line so we can start this show tonight. So please tune in and love yourself. Yo, yo, DC, what's going on? Yeah, not much, man. Just woke up from a hot nap. Shit. Oh, <clears throat> I'm over here scared. Blog talk doing some crazy stuff on my end, but we gonna rock out. Uh, what was the vibe of the week for you? <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Uh, I mean, oh no, yeah. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, nothing much, really, man. Just uh, just trying to stay positive and you know, um, trying to stay cool. Cause y'all know how I get with the winter. You know, so I've been trying to stay cool, calm, and collected as much as possible. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just celebrating another Father's Day. Happy to be able to do that. Um, you know, it's been good. Um, my daughter, she had got me some earrings. and um, uh, She had got me this shirt. Uh, I think uh, I'm wearing it right now, but I can't really see it upside down. But if I <laughs> say it correctly, it says, my favorite kid bought this shirt. So that's what it Aww. says on it. Yeah, so I have wore that today. And, uh, yeah, she took me out. We went to Sonic and all that good stuff and uh, tried this new uh, this new bubble drink. Um, okay. I personally don't like it too much. It was, was kind of like a mockery <laughs> of this uh, this drink called bubble tea, which I feel like uh-huh. all the listeners to go out and try. It's, like, really the shit. But um, <laughs> it's like these flavored gelatin, um, flavored gelatin balls that they kind of put inside the drinks or whatever. But... Um, just to just to quickly describe it, but but yeah, I mean it's it yeah it was it was a fun day. I can't complain. That's what's up. That's what's up. So bubble tea is it like the new like you remember remember Dippin' Dots? That was supposed to be the future ice cream. It's like supposed to be some future. Not not saying it's ice cream, but it's supposed to be like the future of drinks. I I mean, in my personal opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 something different. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 very different from what you from what you're accustomed to. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I would recommend it for anybody to uh try it out. And you know, you get to you get to choose like you get you get to choose a lot of varieties with it, you know what I'm saying? So I would I would advise gotcha. you to just look it up. It's, it's bubble tea and you know, <laughs> check and see what the, check and see what nearest uh restaurant is uh selling it. <laughs> and go try it. Got you, got you. Okay. Well, I'm going to get into the keeping it complex real quick. I just got two quick things. Um, I came to the epiphany that I'll never have flaming Hot Legs ever again. I was driving past Sunoco the other day, and they usually have them. It's never going to be the same now that they have mixed it with cheddar cheese flavor. Lays, you fucked up the church's money when you did that. Like, I don't know. Like, I have not seen the regular Hot flaming Lays, you know, since I want to say... January of this year, like they have this new flavor where it's hot flaming lays, but it's a cheese flavor with it. It's horrible. Give me back my lays. Nobody told. Don't. It wasn't broke. <laughs> and <laughs> the other thing I want to say once again is Happy Father's Day. If you guys have not seen Fatherhood on Netflix, please go see it. I I I shed a couple tears, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, I'm that type of person, like, when somebody re- recommends a movie over and over again, I won't go watch it. But I'm like, you know what? Let me watch it, you know what I'm saying? I'm not doing nothing. Kevin Hart really did his thing. It does have some 
some comedy in there, but it is a serious role, a more serious role that we see him in, and he did a damn good job. So I recommend somebody go see that. Hmm. But, yeah, <laughs> I checked DC last night. I know he's going to watch it on his own time, but it was really good. But I just wanted to get that out <laughs> there. All right, so the guest has called up, DC. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you ready for tonight? <laughs> no, let's go. No, oh God! Listen, knowledge told us he's bringing the Hennessy and the apple juice and crackers. So yeah, it's about to be another one of them nights. Let's bring them on. Let's do it. Yo, yo, knowledge, what's going on? Please, please, can y'all hear me clearly? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yep. All right. I'm glad to be back here on Self Love is my rehab. Thanks to the show. <laughs> I took I took it a little serious. You know, self love is becoming my rehab, so I'm here. Yes, that's that's part, that part. Happy Father's Day to you too. Happy Father's Day to you too. Yeah, happy Father's Day. Um so the Chevy the Fuck Up topic tonight, I'm gonna be interviewing my lovely co host DC and Brother Knowledge on friends and advice. And, um, yeah, this is something that I struggle with, so I'm just going to get into it. But I do ask, because it's a 35-minute segment and I'm interviewing you both, let's just keep answers between two to five minutes so that both of y'all can be able to answer, and we're going to rock out. So, of course, Knowledge, because you're the guest, you're going to go first for each question. So the first question is, um, I went on this little article on reachandself.com, right? And it stated that giving advice can do more harm than good. What is your take on this? Well, I definitely don't give advice. So the article is 100% correct. Okay? Okay. Uh-huh. So the worst advice you could ever give in life is advice. Mm. <laughs> There's a couple of reasons for that. When you look mm-hmm. at its standing in law, Lawyers give you advice. Doctors, they give you advice because you can Mm -hmm. sue them. You see what I'm saying? So there's a legal remedy if the advice that you receive doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. So the worst thing you could ever do in your friendship is somebody that you care about gives them your traumatized-ass advice, okay? Because if it don't work out... (laughs) <laughs> you you got a great big gapping traumatic wound that's open that you open more. You see what I'm saying? So mm. that's me being short because I know we got stuff to cover. <laughs> oh, God damn it. No, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with knowledge on that one. You know what I'm saying? It it could be harmful. I mean. I haven't necessarily experienced that because, I mean, I'm one to to kind of like, I don't, I mean, I guess you could say I give advice, but put it in ways to where, like, you know, I would I would speak on it. I won't advise you to do what I speak on. I just speak on how I feel about the situation and, you know, kind of really let you decide for yourself in that point. You know, I don't put myself in a position to where, like, you know, I feel like this might, might, might be a good thing for you or something like that, or I might think this is a bad thing for you. You know what I'm saying? It's more so just being descriptive with, you know, what's being said to me and, you know, giving my thought process on it and then, you know, allowing you to make that decision on your own. Now, granted, that's still a gamble, too, because, like, if things go wrong, it's like, well, you told me this. 
No, <laughs> I didn't tell you anything. <laughs> I didn't tell you to go and do that. I just said, you know, based on this, this, that, and the third, you know, it can go this way or it can go that way. I didn't advise you to take any type of um, um, decision after that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do agree, though. You know what I'm saying? It can be harmful because, you know, it it, it, it can it – can, um, your words, your words can possibly be turned against you, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And therefore, you know, damaging any type of friendships or any relationships that you may have from there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like when a person comes to you and they seek an advice, they're opening up that window to anything at that point. That part, that part. Uh, I want to piggyback on what Nala said because, like. You know, the fact that doctors and lawyers can get sued, you know what I'm saying? Like, they know, you know what I'm saying, I'm held accountable for what I get, you know, the the information that I give you. And you just made me think about it. I used to always think that as long as you said, you know what I'm saying, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, you do what you want at the end, nothing that you said could be held accountable for. But there's some people out here who don't know how to depend on their own judgment, and they will hold every word that you say heavily. And I know that used to be me. I didn't know how to pick and choose from advice what I thought was best for me. Somebody said, you need to do this. All right, I'm going to do it. But that goes yeah. into my next question. Um, do you think people take it personal when someone tells them, I don't want your advice? Because a lot of times we call, we don't really want advice. We just want a, a listening ear, but people feel like, let's get to the situation. So what's your take on that? People want somewhere to dump their shit nine times out of ten, and you have to be very careful if you're the person that they always choose to dump their shit on. You have to cover yourself. You got to cover your space. You really have to be conscious of that. And then you have to figure out what about you is attracting all this shit because it's shit. You see what I'm saying? So once you say something, once you think something and you say something or you think before you speak, whatever it is, it charges up a debt. There's a bill that's due. Once you say something, that's why I don't give advice. I give options. I, you know, options are something that you can align yourself with. Then with that, they make their own choice. You see what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. want advice from me, you're going to have to pay me money. That way I can give you your <laughs> money back. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So that's the <laughs> transaction right there. My karmic debt is not tied to the words I spoke to you for mm. free. There's a cost. You see what I'm saying? So when you look at that, you you do in a better space. You see what I'm saying? So I was about to yeah. ramble. I cut it off real quick. Back <laughs> off. Got it. I mean, you got a little time. You can keep your answers between two to five minutes. You got time if you got to, you know, educate us. That's good. I'm, I'm rolling with <laughs> the flow. Good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. DC, you got it. <laughs> he said. He said. He's giving us shots of Hennessy. He ain't giving us the whole bottle. He said he's giving us shots. <laughs> little drip. Little drip. Right. Right. But um. But yeah, I feel like I feel like you know there are certain people you know who would take it personal if a person say they don't want their advice because you you do have people out there you know, who are people pleasers and, you know, who wants to, you know, see the best and, you know, the best versions of people that they care about. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like those type of people will, you know, go the extra mile just to, 
not only give advice, but give direct advice on what to do, you know what I'm saying, in a certain situation. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, those people, in a sense, are overstepping their boundaries, in a sense, because, you know, respectfully so, even though, like, you know, like Nala said, you know what I'm saying, they, you know, they come and they drop their shit on you, you know what I'm saying? So now you got that aroma all on you, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, problem, they problems become your problems at that point. And some people feed off of that shit, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, there are some cases where people are in misery, so, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, in order for people to get on their level, you know what I'm saying, sometimes you can, you know, you can steer bad advice to somebody just to, you know, knock their shit off their rocker, you know. Mm. But, yeah, like, I, um, I'm i the type of person where, like, I'm, I will be there for a person. I'm always, I'm always, you know, um, a listening ear to, you know, to whatever needs to be said, you know, for people that I care about, you know what I'm saying. But I never, I never take it personally when a person just calls and be like, "Hey, look, listen, I don't need advice. I just need you to shut the fuck up and just let me rant." <laughs> I'm like, "Sure, go ahead, fire off." <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, sometimes all it takes is for a person to pretty much vent and speak their mind, and they can generate these thoughts and these questions right along with the answer. You know what I'm saying? All they need is just a person to talk to. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like people who do take it personal, they need to really, like, you know, practice that. You know what I'm saying? Take a step back and allow a person to, like, really just, like, you know, generate what's really going on, you know what I'm saying, regardless of what they're going through, you know what I'm saying, whether it's something that you just feel like, oh, I would never, you know, go this far into, you know what I'm saying, this problem, I would have been left this situation alone, wouldn't have been left that situation alone. But it's like everybody operates and moves differently, you know what I'm saying? And you just got to – you just got to be aware of that. You got to acknowledge those things and, you know, act accordingly. I definitely agree with both of y'all said. And on the Friend Zone podcast, um, it was a question that they asked. You know, it was like when you're on the phone with your friend, evaluate how, what percentage of, you know, the, the phone conversation are you just basically dumping your problems on them? And what percentage of the conversation are you even taking time out to see what their day is about? And it just made me think, like, damn, you know, because I know I was one of the people that used to dump, as knowledge say, dump my shit on other people. And it's like you don't even see it as being toxic. But it's like you over here dumping your shit, and not once have you even asked how my day was. Like, you know, it could be that person's birthday. Damn, mm-hmm. you didn't say happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? Or sometimes it could be, like, 50 minutes into the phone conversation, oh, yeah, by the way, happy birthday. Well, you even took the happiness out of it. So right. we have to be we have to be mindful. And what I'm learning to do now, because like I said, I do struggle with this. I'm always trying to help my friends find solutions to stuff because I know what it's like to feel stagnant and to just let stuff ponder. I just ask, like, what do you need from me? Do you need a listening ear? Do you need advice? Like, what is it that you need from me in this moment? And if they just say a listening ear, I got you. I still encourage you. Like, you know, I'm not going to say you should do this. I'll be like, you'll find your way. You know, like, because I, I, I always felt like I can't just sit there and be quiet while a person is venting because then it's feel like I'm not interested. Or it feels like, well, I, I told you, so I don't know why the fuck you keep coming to me with this. So I just be right. like, you know, girl, you're going to find your way. You know what I'm saying? Look, look, um, you know, look, look, look at how you saw right then and there. Like, you saw the sign right here. You're going to find your way. You got this. You know, I just encourage them to find it for themselves and even ask questions like a therapist does because at the end of the day, I'm not giving you no solutions. I'm helping you find out for yourself by asking you questions. So, mm-hmm. now, now, I know you said before, 
that you rather you're a person that gives wisdom. What is the difference between wisdom and advice in your eyes? And can unsolicited wisdom be harmful too? Like when a person didn't even ask for it. I'm gonna give y'all an example. Okay. I love y'all both, and y'all giving shit out and taking shit for no reason. As long as someone knows that there's a small window of the door open, no matter what, no matter how small it is, they're going to bring their shit over there. So whether it's a listening ear, it's shit. Whether you're giving advice, (laughs) it's shit. Whether we're going through options or not, it's shit. You understand? (laughs) So you have to see enough value in you to say, you know what? I don't have time for this. At this particular moment, I'm going to holler at you for your own safety because we take on things. Mm. You can't just have a conversation with people and not leave with their shit. They're leaving with your mm. shit. You gave good shit. It's still shit. You gave them some, some good <laughs> shit. Just even by being a listening ear and encouraging at the end, you gave them some good shit. That's what you're left with in return, bad shit. Mm. So when you start looking at wisdom, Wisdom is very, very, very uncomfortable. I'll give you an example. Old mm-hmm. people and young people don't give a fuck about your feelings when they tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. That shirt tight. Your breath stinks. That man looks ugly, mommy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We filter that shit right out of them. And teach them how to become good liars. Young yeah. people and old people don't give a fuck. It's us in between trying to fake it till we make it, and we're so accustomed to being fake. Them people that's around you with that stuff, they need to work that shit out. And mm. you like, I was in a position before. You're trauma bonding to this. That's that connection. So just like you said earlier about how long you on the phone, how many times do somebody call you and check up on you or bring you some positive energy or some good news? Yo, I've read this and I thought about you. I th- thought this could be useful for you. Yo, I see you doing your thing out there. I just wanted to show you some love real quick. Sure. Those times with those people who you are always there for, for them to dump their shit and see how reciprocal it is. Then you'll see, this is not really for them. This is really for me. So wisdom is something that's real, real, real hard, Mm -hmm. if we make it hard. But it's real simple, and it don't take a lot of words for it to go. And that's another thing that comes from young young people and old people. Because the young people left the ancestral realm. They hear with it. The old people are returning to the ancestral realm. So this is all they have space in their mind for. They don't have it for anything else. So when you hear elders say, when you get to be my age, shut the fuck up and put all your ears on. They're telling you about life. You see what I'm saying? So that ancient wisdom comes through if we're listening for it. I'm done. Mm. So far, off. 
Thank you for my shot at Hennessy. My throat is my throat is itchy. <laughs> Shit, I've, I've I've been sober for fucking. <laughs> I've been sober for goddamn five six years. I can't take it. Um, yeah, I don't even know how to answer that after that. Um, <laughs> oh, you want me to repeat I the mean, question? You know, I mean, based off the question, I mean, you know, wisdom. The difference between wisdom and advice to me is, you know, based on based on your particular knowledge, you know what I'm saying, as far as with wisdom, you know, I feel like I feel like people can be dangerous with that within itself. You know, because a person who feels like they know it all feels like they can dish it all. You know what I'm saying? Not even not even having to go through experiences. You know what I'm saying? You feel like you just have the answer to it. You know what I'm saying? You feel like you just, you feel like you're able to pretty much uplift a person based on anything and everything. You know what I'm saying? And not having the particular knowledge on it. You can, you can, you can give a person a term, but you don't know the definition of it. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people can't really speak on a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a person with wisdom is being, I feel like a person with wisdom is, is able to basically, talk his shit without having to know anything about what a person's going through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when it comes to advice, I feel like that's a person, you know, who's, you know, who's basically giving you options on how they feel like you should, you know, you know, move and operate, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that can be harmful in the sense, you know, especially when it's un- unsolicited because, like I said before, you you have to be careful initially who you seek advice or wisdom from. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. not too many people have good intentions on, you know, the better good for you. You know what I'm saying? Like all the answers that you need is within yourself. You know what I'm saying? You just have to learn. You have to acknowledge, you know, your wrongdoings and whatever, whatever, you know, decisions that you have to make to make things right within your life within itself. You know what I'm saying? Cause we can all go, we can all go seek advice from people, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like who's, who's the person that has to make that decision at the end of the day, that's you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And honestly, I would rather a person have a talk with God on a regular basis before asking anybody on earth, you know, any type of advice, you know what I'm saying? Because you just never know yeah. at the end of the day, like real shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's just like, you know, I'll, I'll put like a wild, you know, scenario out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like, if I was, if I was like, no, I'll actually give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a real life. Um, I'll give you a real life thing. And it, and it, it might be a little off, but hopefully I, hopefully I get the point across when I give you the scenario. Um, when I had got my second DUI, this was like the, this was July 3rd of 2016. You know what I'm saying? This is the 4th of July weekend. This is bonus week for, you know, for law enforcement. They waiting to pull a motherfucker over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, I was at, I was at a family gathering and, you know, um, I had a few drinks in me and stuff like that. And, you know, family members were aware of it and stuff like that. And, you know, 
I had seeked advice because, like, initially I thought, like, okay, I'm not comfortable driving. I might just have to crash here. But then it was like I got the confidence to ask, like, you know, is it, you know, you you feel like I'm cool enough to drive? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do I look okay? Mm. They're like, yeah, you straight, nigga. Like, yeah, go ahead. Just just get home safe. Like, take back roads and all that shit. So I took that advice. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like 30 minutes to an hour later, I got pulled over mm-hmm. going into my apartment complex <laughs> and got flicked right then and there. You know what I'm saying? So I say that to say trusting your own instincts at that point in time. Like, you know, especially, like, when it's, when it's clutch situations like that, you know what I'm saying, and you don't feel comfortable with certain things, trust yourself first before you get, you know, before you seek advice from anybody because, you know, like I said, like not too many people have good intentions, you know what I'm saying? Like it could have been multiple people at that party, you know what I'm saying, to be like, you know, hey, look, you kind of walking a little sideways, like just yeah. just go sleep on the couch or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like having that having that careful instinct within, within them didn't really care, you know what I'm saying? Because they're accustomed to everybody being able to do so, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But but yeah, after that, like you know, I've 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 been sticking with you know believing in what I believe in first before I ask anybody anything. <laughs> that part. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and you just also made me think about it from from like this perspective. I think like honestly, when it comes to wisdom and advice, you know, it's like. I think I think you said it best before. You remember when you said when you chased after your past life, you always, you know what I'm saying, like it, it, it's basically like you're always going to run into a wall. Like, you know what I'm saying, chasing the past life of what you think you want is not going to be good. You, you said something like that before, DC, but I feel like that yeah. is wisdom without having to really say, you know what I'm saying, like what it is, you know? So, like, I, I think right. that is the um, – like, you know, the best thing, and yeah, I, I'm learning, y'all, I'm learning, this is something that I struggle <laughs> with, <laughs> this is something that I struggle with, because it's like, I I want to be that listening ear, I don't want to turn people away, even though they're planning their shit on me, I hear you, but it's like, I know what it's like when you don't have someone in your corner, and a lot of us don't even know what it's like to talk to God and to know when he's talking back to us. A lot of us don't trust our own instincts because someone before always said, no, you're doing it, you know, you're doing it wrong. And the article on reaching.com said, you know, when you give unsolicited advice, it makes the person feel like, well, damn, maybe the way I'm doing it is not right because here this person goes again telling me what I should do. So that goes into my last question for y'all. the article on reachingself.com also stated the advice we give only comes from our own perspective and ours alone. We do not have the ability to walk in the shoes of others. What's your take on this? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and hence, again, why I don't get sure. it I wanted to right. say something to what you said last. Okay. Validation. is powerful. And I think validation is just as harmful as not more harmful than advice. Mm. When you ignore your own intuition like you was talking about, you, you were looking for a reason to ignore it. You needed some validation to ignore 
what you already knew what the truth was. Mm. So you God went it. from the wisdom within to say, yo, I need to sleep this shit off. I'm fucked up. And so mm. Maybe if I ask somebody, <laughs> they'll know. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? This is validation, yeah. and this is what we're, we are looking for because we had one too many fuckets in us. That's what the spirit is. You know, it's, it's supposed to make you say fuck it. You know what? So, like, yeah. when we there in that moment with the spirits or with our emotions or, you know, if we operating in a space of desperation, that's fucking avenue. Mm, and some shit yeah. is about to be fucked up right around the corner on some shit's about to be fucked up Boulevard. We on fucking avenue. We're walking on fucking avenue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we can cut through the alleyway and get back right, but we like, man, fuck that. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. you heard all kind of fucked up shit's about to go down warnings. Yo, just take the back streets and all that shit. You knew who yeah. Tommy was. You know what I'm saying? You knew who Tommy was. You like, you would have never took that shit regular. And you would have never said that to nobody. So right. you completely outside of yourself looking at yourself like, what the fuck is this man doing? Right. <laughs> and you made it home. And you made it home. You understand? You made it home. You're like, ah, oh, I'm about to, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. yeah bro. So you yeah. see in that lesson right there how beautiful and how merciful God is in your life. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you had to you had to see it a little a little more in the in the 3D, you understand? Cuz right. anything could have happened to you or to anybody else. So when yeah. you're looking at advice, you looking if we looked at advice that we're giving or receiving in the same way like you said, we would caution mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm. Somebody could die from what the fuck I'm about to say to somebody because they just want they want my input. I have to think more about them than I have to do with my own ego psychology or how this person sees me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So now when you're in that situation, that's the first look outside of your own self, your own self, your own ego, your own intelligence, whatever, to put yourself in another person's shoes. You can't do that if you are somebody that everybody goes to, right? You're the strong one in the family, or you're the one everybody comes to with all of their blah, blah, blah. You can't see past that. You become intoxicated mm. with that. You become addicted to that. You see? Mm. So in that space, when you divorce yourself from that and you're very weighty off of your statements and the power of your tongue, because in the scripture says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So if you're using yeah. your tongue to give that advice, you could be causing life or death situation for somebody and you don't have to no connection or atonement or no ability to deliver them from that situation at all. You see what I'm saying? So now if you looked at that, like, would I take that advice that I just gave somebody? Would I bet my life or the life of my loved ones on that advice? Nah. It's real easy for me to shut the fuck up at that point. I'm like, ah, yeah, you know, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you, brother. I don't know what to tell you, sister. You understand? (laughs) Go to God. (laughs) 
Go to gas. <laughs> Real quick. Yo, like, I'm using that shit. Oh, man. Go to gas. Because man. it relinquishes you from your duties, and it doesn't have you battling with yourself because in God is the answer, not in you. Yeah. And so oftentimes, for the last little point, and I'm going to be quiet because, you know, boom. Like, <laughs> oftentimes, <laughs> we go and look out and stay out because two things. It's hell within, and we ain't never been within that realm of mm-hmm. self to actually see because self and yourself ain't the same fucking thing. Yourself is the mixed-up, fixed-up version you got that's adorned with the bells and the whistles, and the self is raw, is gutter, is truthful, and is disrespectful as hell. You see what I'm saying? Because when you disrespect self, self disrespects you. Mm. So when someone is at that crossroads in their life because they come to you because everything that somebody coming to you is like a matter of life and death for them, that's why they're calling you on the goddamn phone. They're like, hey, you got a few minutes? <laughs> it's not like, hey, how you doing? How's your life? Blah, blah, blah. Hey, hey they call you talking low and crazy. Hey, you know, I just need I need some advice, man. You know what I'm saying? I need, you know, you know, you know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Girl, I know. Man, I know. I know. You told me. You told me. You told me. You told me. This is how they are with men. You see what I'm saying? So now look at that. Would they bring that to God in that same manner? Mm-hmm. As they should, but do they? You see what I'm saying? When they say, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and, and glory will be added unto you, seek ye first, 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 first. So in that higher space of self, in regards to that conversation with divine, this is supposed to be your first go-to. Oh. And this is the last place you go. <laughs> this is the first place you would never need just like you were saying geez, like if you did that first you would never need it but also understand in that same connection that God speaks to you through signs, symbols and people mm. you, you asking the question to God you need to be ready for the answer when the answer show up oh yeah because it's coming you see what I'm saying? So signs, symbols, people. So when I say signs, I'm talking about signs of life, warnings, danger, all of those things that you describe. boom, numbers, you know, all kinds of stuff. You see what I'm saying? And then in people. You could be somewhere and some some brother or sister, less fortunate, come up to you and say some shit that you was just pondering on. You said, damn it, God, you done done it again. If you in your right mind, you see what I'm saying. If you in your wrong mind, like what the hell that drunk motherfucker talk about, all that crackhead, that homeless person talking about. But when you in tune, you understand. You in tune when you you stay in tune. You seeking first that kingdom of heaven right there. You see what I'm saying, and that's how that righteousness is added onto you because it multiplies you because you're double and triple confirmed the situation. So you're not mm-hmm. confounded. You see what I'm saying? So that was me soapboxing. I'm good. I'm good. 
<laughs> and, and, and you hear that? The nigga laughed after that. Wow. Um, <laughs> you mean. <laughs> oh, the last thing I want to say is things is test for you. Things and people are tests for you. They don't have shit to do with them. They're conduits for what you said you was going to do or not going to do. They're tests. So you like, I'm going to stop being so motherfucking nice. Prove it. You understand? Prove it. God like, what up? You say, what? You going to stop? What? <laughs> oh, what up? Yo. Let's go. So you meet that aspect of God that's responsible for tests. So people like, yo, I'm like, I like, why do you smoke cigarettes? Because I'll be stressing it, son. I'm going to stop smoking cigarettes. You're about to meet 3,000 times more situations that make you smoke even more because you said you're going to stop smoking. Mm. Mm. And it didn't change. Nothing changed. All it did was oh, say, shit. let's see your word. When you're on the other side and you say, you done passed that test, you'll never smoke again. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So that thing, that the, the people... And the things become tests for you to see if you're going to hold true to you what you swore before God that you would do or you won't do. Now, I'm really done, my bad. I just have to make sure I put the law. <laughs> go, go ahead and do the old man laugh again. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, that shit. Knowledge, man. Um, I... <laughs> I agree with everything you said, dog. Um, like, especially, like, that whole part with, you know, with the whole, like, you know, the testing part. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you say you're going to do something, it's like, okay, I'm about to just throw, you know, a thousand things in front of you just to, you know, just to prove, just for you to prove yourself. And like you said, like, nothing changes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've I've come across multiple people, including myself, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The fact that you used that scenario about smoking is hilarious because, like I said, like, I came across people, including myself, who would, you know, who would say, like, you know, yeah, I'm going to stop smoking. You know what I'm saying? I smoke because, you know what I'm saying, it eases the pressure, it eases the anxiety, and yada, yada, yada. And then it's like, you know, when you when you manifest those words that come out your mouth, like you said, like, it'd be, it'll be these quote-unquote thousands of scenarios that are, you know, that are bum rush you just be like, okay, let's prove, prove to me that you about to stop doing it or whatever. And like, when you said it that way, I look back on it, like everything that I, you know, that I would have, that I pretty much blamed myself for going back to smoking had never changed. It was still the same stuff that was still going on. So, you know, you can easily say I was accustomed to the bullshit that was going on and it did not have no effect on whether I was going to be able to stop or not. I just continued to do it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have yeah. true faith in my words that I was speaking out there. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like sometimes we do make certain statements or, you know, motivational statements to, you know, to, uh, to wow others, you know what I'm saying? To, to, you know, to, um, put it in their perspective, like, you know, oh, okay, like, you know, he said he's going to do this, all right, so he on the come-up type of shit. Yeah, he's going to do this and do that. It's just like people that, you know, make New Year resolutions about going to the gym. Now, I mean, gradually mm-hmm. some people go for about, like, a month or two, but next minute, you know, they have little Caesars or, you know, Mickey D's grabbing them a 10-piece and a, a double fish filet, extra tartar sauce, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And before you know it, like, boom, like, they right back on their bullshit. 
Um, mm. um, when it can, when it comes to when it comes to a person giving advice only from their perspective, I can say I'm probably that person. I will give advice based on my perspective and not for the simple fact that I've experienced it. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of shit that, you know, friends of mine have went through or, you know what I'm saying, currently have been through that I've never experienced before. You know what I'm saying? But I I speak on it from the likelihoods of, like, you know, putting myself in the situation mentally and, you know, try, like, you know, and, and see my way through it so to speak, you know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like, I feel like in certain cases, like it doesn't take too much of a rocket science, you know what I'm saying? Theory for you to, you know, really understand the situation. It's all about when you kind of like press that person on your, on your advice based on your perspective, because it's like, you're the, you're the person on the outside looking in. So it's like you're pressuring them to do something when you're not emotionally and physically involved in the situation. You're just from the outside looking in. So you're not experiencing the the um the um the the setbacks and the, the resentments of, you know, moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, whether it's out of fear, whether whether it's out of lack of encouragement, you know what I'm saying? Like we all have like that fear of moving forward because we're scared of what may happen you know what I'm saying, next. Like, you know what I'm saying, is it going to be the next level up or is it going to be two steps back? Or, you know what I'm saying, if it is, how many steps back am I going to constantly be taking before, like, I can actually breathe? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we all have that resentment just based off of fear. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, like, you know, for me personally, like, if if I have a friend that had to come to me and talk to me about something, you know what I'm saying, that I've never experienced before, I'm not going to pressure that person on anything. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how big the relationship is because I feel like whatever happens after that will solely be on me because that person relied on me to give them some sort of advice or, you know, give them some sort of, you know, wisdom based on my perspective. And I feel like even for that person to seek that type of advice from someone who doesn't know that, you know, your um, situation you know, that's putting a lot of pressure on them. Like you said before, like, you know, dumping your shit on my shoulders. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, you put me in the spotlight. And it's like, the last thing I want to do as a friend is be like, shit, I don't know. Like, <laughs> go talk to God. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you were saying before, like, go see God. Like, you know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's all, it's all a clusterfuck. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, honestly, like, you know, like you said, like the best, the best thing to do is, you know, to find those answers within you and, you know, really try to find some connection with God and, you know, really listen to those signs. Because like you said, like, we'll, 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 you know, we'll turn, we'll turn the cheek to, you know, like the, 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 um, the signs that are pretty much right in our faces. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you were, like you were, uh, um, alluding to like in a funny way, like, you know, like what the hell that crackhead talking about, or, you know what I'm saying? That drunk over there talking some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you really listen to the words and the emphasis on they put on certain shit, you can't help but sit back and think like, you know what? Like this shit ain't just happened for no reason. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like something has to have, something has to come out of this or something will be coming out of this. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it'd be those obvious signs in our faces we ignore. So that's something that we do have to, you know, focus on. 
I'm going to say this before we segue. So it's just like in the question, you know, um, the advice we give only comes from our own perspective, um, you know, and ours alone. We're not going to be able to see how that person sees it. Uh, I'm learning what made me stop taking advice, like every, all the advice from somebody, I started to look at how their life was. You know, like, do they apply what they're telling me to their life? Is their life all over the place? Do they stand on their boundaries or do they always just, you know, say one thing but then do another? Um, I, my my cousin told me the other day, like, just off rip. She was like, you know, I was reading your book, No Apologies, and you have to be careful. She was like, when you ask for advice, it's always a doorway for manipulation to set in. She was like, when you called the guy up that you were living with that abused you, the first thing you said was, hey, I need advice on if I should move out of Michigan. You gave him all power to project what he feels like you should do onto you. And I was like, wow, never saw it like that. I never thought of it like that. So, yeah, I think that the best thing to do is to trust your own judgment, even if you make fucked up decisions. You're going to make fuck up, fucked up decisions, but just be honest with yourself afterwards. Did this, fuck up, did this fucked up decision, did it elevate me or did it make me feel crummy? You're going to figure your, you're going to find your way through. You're going to figure it out. That's what really life is all about. And that's another thing she told me. She said, everybody is figuring out their fucking life. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knows what it's like. Life is about figuring out what makes you happy and what doesn't. So thank you guys so much for answering that. We're going to segue right into the simulate your mind question before we get now off the phone tonight. Um, you ready to drop it, DC? For sure. Shout out to all the followers from the king to another king. <clears throat> Let's simulate that mind coverage. So the simulate your mind question this week is, um, why do we only identify anger as someone's true self? Like if y'all have ever seen it before, like a person snap, they'd be like, yep, there go the true colors. Now that you're going to pick this up. Yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting. <laughs> because anger has two facets. Anger can be positive or anger can be negative. Yeah. If y'all ever seen that show, The Incredible Hulk, you ever see that show? Uh, yeah, bits and pieces, yeah. Nope, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> okay, so it, it was an old school show. I might be able to catch it on Hulu or one of them places now where I studied the show. Mm-hmm. David Banner was a scientist, and he wanted to know how he could, you know, what you call it, do what this woman was able to do to save her son. It was a instance where there was a car crash and the son was trapped under the car and the mother lifted the car up off of her son. Mm-hmm. And he suffered with the trauma of losing his wife in a car accident and he couldn't get her out of the car. So he was looking to try to find that strength. Mm-hmm. So the strength in this thing that was natural to the woman 
he had to use gamma rays to find that strength as a man. So in that instance, to deliver her loved one to safety, anger was righteous. All of the other times, anger is wicked because anger can be divisively used against you. Someone can manipulate and control that anger. And also, anger is evil to the body. Anger shuts down your immune system. So just think about that in regards to your mind and your temperance and things like that. If a split second of anger can destroy your body, what can that anger do to your life? So when they say they see your true aspect, it depends upon your socialization process. Your socialization process is when situations arise, how do you solve them? If you solve them through anger, everything is going to be very short-lived. If you solve them critically, think of a solution that's long-term because you can't see past the anger. And if y'all seen the Incredible Hawk, when he changes into Hawk, he no longer sees anything other than whatever the immediate threat is. And he can't stay like that. That's your fight or flight response in the body. So either you you need all of that cortical steroid to flee or to defend yourself. And if you're thinking about someone else who might be in danger, you're in a whole other space. But you cannot live like that. That can't be your go-to in every situation. So when people say, oh, the true self comes out, or people say, well, that's just how I am, these are all prisons that will have you locked in that particular state for the rest of your life. Now, you don't know how your actions and your words affect people around you. You can have people watching you that may never even know you and model that behavior. You may have family members, you might have children, whomever, and think that's just your go-to. There's no such thing as that's just the way I am. No, you have a choice. And you have every day that you have left to rectify the situation. Anger helps when it's righteous, it destroys when it's regular. So it's either righteous or regular, either way. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that was a that was a good way to look at it. I never really looked at it that way, like at all. Period. <laughs> but uh, but no, yeah, that shit was dope. Um, to piggyback off of it, for the most part, um, I feel like I feel like based on the question, I feel like that all like anger always gets pretty much the 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 limelight is because it's the easiest way to poke the truth out of somebody. You know what I'm saying? At least that's what people think. You know what I'm saying? They feel like, okay, like if I get this person pissed off, it's almost like it's almost like liquor courage in a sober state of mind. You know what I'm saying? They always say, like, a person drinking, they'll always tell the truth. Well, you get a person pissed off enough, they'll tell you how they feel about you too. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, their intentions can either be to, you know, to bluntly tell you the truth or, you know what I'm saying, to, to, um, to pretty much hurt because they're hurting. You know what I'm saying? Hurting feelings because they don't mind hurting yours type of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
to, you know, shout out our topic from the last uh, episode. But, um, but yeah, because for some reason, like, I feel like when, I feel like at that point, when, when they, when they quote unquote say like, you know, when a person gets angry and shows their true colors, you know, like I said, because it's a, it's a direct, it's their direct source of, you know, pretty much finding out the truth. You know what I'm saying? Because when, when you try to confront a person about a situation, when they're pretty much neutral, you know what I'm saying? It gives that person the ability to either tell the truth or lie. You know what I'm saying? The person angry is going to directly just tell you the truth because they ain't not about to, you know, bend the corners for no fucking body at this point. Like, they're mad. They're about to get, you know, finna, they finna get the straight facts with all the receipts. Like, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of my take on it. Okay. Well, that's you guys took it from a different perspective because um, when I came up with this question, it was just more so on the fact of, like, say if you are a good person, but even good people have a tendency to get fed up and, you know, um, a person is just taking you for granted to the point where, like, you have to snap. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you have to snap to get your point across. I feel like people sit up there and identify anger as one's true self because, this is a person that you can't manipulate anymore. This is a person that you can't control anymore. This is a person that's finally standing up for themselves, and this is a way for you to guilt trip them. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I knew you was like this, especially a people pleaser, someone who wants everybody to be like they want. They want to be liked by everyone. But the reality for a people pleaser that they have to learn is that not everyone is going to like you. You get what I'm saying? But. Mm-hmm. I just say that to say, like, I'm a person, listen, you can get different sides of the story when you talk to Complex Angel. You could get, you know what I'm saying, she's a very humble person, nice and everything, or you can get she's an evil bitch that will not let you get your um your point across. Believe both, because I act accordingly to people that will sit up there and try to manipulate me. I know that I'm a good person, but at the end of the day, I know at the same time I'm not perfect. And you can't always expect me, you know what I'm saying, to to be this nice person that's going to let you walk over me. Sometimes I understand the anger can sit up there and it, and it can be wicked to the body. But I feel like there's times when my anger has to come out to protect me because I have been too understanding to things in the past. I have been too understanding to the point of letting stuff slide. And, you know, I knew that I was letting friends back in that didn't deserve a second chance and they would do the shit again. But you get to a point where you get fed up and it's like, you know what? I'm not taking this anymore. You know what I'm saying? You Like, I, I need my anger to protect me because I've been taken advantage of so much. But don't think that my anger is just my true self, you know what I'm saying, and that this nice person that I'm doing is the act. No, that's not me. I act accordingly. I reciprocate what's being reciprocated to me, but I'm at a point where I'm at an assertive anger. I'm not trying to be this aggressive anger where I'm thinking, where I'm act, reacting before thinking. That's when shit goes haywire. But I can get my point across to you in a stern way. And if you want to talk over me, then, sweetie, we have nothing to talk about. We have nothing to talk about because at the end of the day, you're not – you talking over me is basically saying you're not ready to hear what the fuck I have to say. You get what I'm saying? I just feel like people have to come to the understanding that everybody has different sides to them. 
You know what I'm saying? I feel like the only time anger really identifies a true person is a narcissistic person who can't be nice for too long. They only do it to manipulate you. And once you, they get you back to where they want you, that's when the evil side comes back out. So, yeah, that's my take on it. But thank you guys for um, answering that. This is a dope, dope episode. Um, before we get off the phone tonight, now, is there anybody that you wanted to shout out or show appreciation to? I definitely wanted to shout out the station, Self Lovers, my rehab. Y'all are tremendous. Y'all are amazing. Please support this broadcast and every juncture. They're providing a safe space for healing to take place, no matter how hard and traumatic it may be for us, depending on where we are in our development. Ain't nothing like some good old truth. You understand? Y'all don't need no enemies. Y'all drunk. Y'all got the truth. T-R-U-F over here. You understand what I'm saying? So, and, and to the black fathers out there and those that are looking and modeling their behavior off of men that may impact in their lives and they're going to be fathers in the future, understand the sacrifice. And my greatest insight to you is to find you a group of black fathers to help you along this initiation called fatherhood. That are true, that are bona fide, and that will hold you accountable so that this continues. You understand what I'm saying? This continues. Black fatherhood is something like, I think I said it earlier real quick. Imagine that this profession is the only profession for the brothers and the sisters here and anywhere in the world where no credit mm-hmm. and honor is given to. No matter what you do, no one will give you any reverence or respect. You won't even give yourself the respect due because you don't think you are worthy of any kind of anything because of how this is viewed. So it starts with self, and then it starts with that small community that you walk into. People have this way before you, and they're there as a collective to help each other. Mm. That's what I wanted to do. Okay. Make Black Father great again. Damn it. That part. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Knowledge, for coming on. I respect you so much. Um, we're going to mute you so we can finish out the show. You know, I'm going to reach out to you again. I'm going to try to find another topic you can see this with our apple juice and crackers. But I definitely needed this tonight. And I'm about to relieve myself of the duty of being there for other people, like, with advice, because I'm not God. They can only find that within themselves and God. So uh, thank you so much. If you want to listen to the rest of the show, you can. But, you know, peace and love until next time. Peace and love, my brother. All right, DC, what you got for us for your shout-outs and appreciation? Well, first and foremost, shout-out to all the fathers out there, you know what I'm saying, from king to king, you know what I'm saying, continue to raise these babies, you know, to be something great out here, you know what I'm saying, to be something better than what we were growing up and, you know, better than what we are as adults, you know what I'm saying? 
I can say the greatest accomplishment I've had, you know what I'm saying, is being a father and continuing to raise my daughter, you know what I'm saying? So it's if 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 it ain't the only thing, it's it's it's, it's the thing. You know what I'm saying? So keep doing what y'all doing, you know what I'm saying? Salutes to y'all. Um shout out to Self Love is my rehab, you know what I'm saying? This has been a therapeutic experience for me to be a better person on a regular basis. Um shout out to Dynamic Culture Apparel, you know what I'm saying? Um please continue to follow the uh, the business page on Instagram at dynamic underscore culture underscore apparel. And you can follow it on Facebook as well at dynamic culture apparel. And, you know, she, shout out to all my Kings and Queens with some positive vibes and positive energy. And shout out to all them damn negative Nancy's and them Karen's out there <laughs> with that negative vibe and negative energy. We still love you at the end of the day, sugar. We just wait for you to catch up. But, I love it. I love it. So I'm going to say shout out to Knowledge for coming on again. He always drops heavy gems. I mean, he always be coming to the house uninvited. I ain't had no fire chicken or no watermelon or lemonade this time to give you, but thank you for that message again. Appreciate you for just always taking this, you know, serious. Um, I want to shout out, I do not shout out you guys enough, the, the dedicated readers that have, like, really continued to keep No Apologies Alive. Thank you to the people that is pre-ordering um, Out of Darkness. Thank you for all the reviews that I got, even the ones that were not so good. It humbled me, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, it's really all about, it's all about what I feel for myself about the book and what it's doing for me. Um, and I just want to thank you, readers, all of my readers. I don't want to say fans because... I'm too humble. I'm too humble, and I don't consider myself a celebrity. I consider myself an author, but I consider my someone, myself as someone who is writing these projects to help better me as a person, too. So I thank you to the people that have bought it, that have passed the word on, that have shared it. Um, I'm, still, I'm taking pre-orders for Out of Darkness. You can get a signed copy of Out of Darkness before it comes out July 31st. Um, I'm taking pre-orders up until July 10th. You can cash at me, Complex Angel 90. That is my cash app. I take PayPal and Zelle as well. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Complex underscore Angel 90, um, you know, to get uh, updates and everything. Listen, I don't know. I'm just real humble. <laughs> I don't know because I was not expecting so many people to, like, send pre-orders. I still got people like, yo, I got you next week. You know, God is really good. And, um, yeah. You know, I just want to say shout out to No Apologies because it sets the platform for Self Love is My Rehab Band, Queens of Vibes and Visions. To my co-host DC and my co-host Queen K, I love y'all to death because y'all take this serious. And we're just growing, and I'm just glad that y'all are along for the ride. Uh, and um, also, I want to say shout out to people who do show they, who do show their true colors. Shout out to them. Um, you know, Regardless if it's fucked up, regardless if it's true intentions, just shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all help strengthen people on a daily basis, especially the ones who are assholes, who are controlling, who are manipulative and selfish. Shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because we, like like DC said, we just waited for y'all to catch up, you know what I'm saying, and just start seeing some of y'all own toxic ways. But that's all I'm going to say. Uh, DC, I'm going to pass it to you for the last two segments. Let them know what the, what you know about that segment is. 
Hey, what you know about that? What you know about that? Hey, I know all about that. Load up. Hey, oh, okay. So, so shout out to the Shade Room. I had uh, pulled up this uh, great debates that they had, and uh, they was talking about it um, pertaining to work. <laughs> so they had put up a toll, um, not a toll, but a poll, um, asking what's worse, worker that goes back and tells the manager everything, or the coworker who wants to be the manager so bad. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, I'll go first on this. Me personally, I <laughs> now you know me like I I don't play it fair. I I don't like neither one of them motherfuckers. I I can't. I, both of them worse. You know what I'm saying? I come in I come into work. I do my goddamn job, and I'm ready to go home. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, Honestly, these two these two types of coworkers is the reason why I don't talk to coworkers. Period. <laughs> you know, what I'm in certain cases because I don't want nobody knowing my business. I don't want I I I do I I do my job to a perfection to where I don't have to have no particular coworker trying to tell me what to do, tell me how to do it. Cause you got those people. Cause like when I first started, when I first started my job <clears throat> and I was scanning some stuff, I had this, um, I had this one person who was uh, packaging um, across from me or whatever. And they, they had advice every time I picked up something it's like, Oh yeah, that should probably go in uh, that particular box over there. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? If you scan, uh, just if you have like um, multiple items that are the same, you can just scan that one and then ship that one and then scan that same one again so you don't have to scan the next one since it's the same thing. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, let me do my shit. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm sick of your shit. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, me personally, I, I can't, I can't deal with either one of them. Cause, and then, you know, another one, you know, speaking on the ones who like to tell the manager everything too as well. Like, I was doing one position, and, like, I had, like, one of my supervisors come and talk to me, like, you know, like, hey, like, um, I just want to let you know, like, the head supervisor is going to probably, you know, come and talk to you and a fellow, um, you know, uh, people that's working with you that, you know, to make sure that you do this, 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 and that, because we had a couple compl- people complaining that, you know, they had to, you know, pretty much do your job type of thing. I'm like, first of all, this ain't my goddamn position that I do on a regular basis. Thank you very much. If you got a problem with it, put me back where I was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I and I, I had asked him. He started laughing. I was like, uh, so, yeah, who was the people that uh, happened to complain? I wanted to talk to him real quick. Like, he was like, I'm not about to tell you that, man. I was like, come on, please. I just want to talk. <laughs> but little did he know I wanted to bash a motherfucker head in, like, because – yeah, because people don't people don't be understanding other people's jobs until they actually have to do it themselves, and I feel like that's yeah. where it, I feel like that's where it comes in line at. You know what I'm saying? But needless to say, I I can't fuck with neither one of them. That's that's just my take on it. They can they can kiss an asshole. Um, excuse my language. <laughs> yeah. Well, I listen with the person that tells everything to the manager. I just know not to be cool with you. And I do my job, like, by the book to the point where you can't tell on me. But I have had the coworker that thought that they were the manager to the point where the manager put them in an assistant manager position. And I don't care about age because I feel like at, at me being about to be 31, goddamn, I can learn something <laughs> from a younger person. 
But at the time, I think I was like 27. This girl had to be like 19, 20. And when she got put into that position, oh, you know what I'm saying? She she took it and ran with it, okay? She was the type of manager that loved to hear herself talk. So when when it came around like 2019, when like all the changes started happening and they were closing a lot of service coordination companies and like you had to learn new systems, she felt the need to, um, I guess, like want to sit there with you and, and, and do it for you and, and show you how to work a system. I'm the type of person, let me do it. Let me sit there and like walk me through it. Let me do it myself because I'm going to daydream right. if you're just telling me what I need to do. And we were both right. heads about that. Tasha, you're not listening. She was rushing. Tasha, you're not listening. <laughs> no, you're not listening. <laughs> Sweetie, as a manager, you need to understand every every manager should know that every every employee is going to learn differently. And you're not listening right. to me when I say that you telling me what to do. I'm not going to process it. I'm a hands-on person. She didn't want right. to listen. Listen, let's just say the day that I fucking left there was the day that I I did the pursuit of happiness walk. I swear to God, because it was just <laughs> too much at that job. But yeah, I, that's the type of person I I just can't stand. Like the person that thinks they're manager. Like no, sweetie, I'm not about to listen to you because at the end of the day, um, the manager told me to do this, and at the end of the day, if I listen to you. You could probably possibly get me fired. I don't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. First, and I can throw them in my job. I'm sorry. I don't hang with people outside of my job. I got burned too many times trying to be friends with people. But, yeah, that's just my take on it. Man, them hidden, them hidden mm-hmm. agendas will get you, boy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But, yeah. So, all right, then. Close us out with the dynamic culture quote. I said it right. Yeah. Test me and say, test me and say, say it fast. I might fuck up, but yeah, close yourself. <laughs> you see, she had to say it slow and proper, dynamic culture. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the closed caption of the show tonight. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed it. You know, what I'm saying, shout out to Knowledge for coming back in. You know, yes, very rudely kicking down doughs and smacking hoes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? It it, it helps us, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you, you have a way with words, my brother, you know what I'm saying? Keep on with the keep on. Yes. And, um, yeah, with that being said, um, the dynamic culture quote tonight is more so of a message slash inspiration. And the, uh, the saying is, don't let misery win your company. Instead, focus on your blessings so you can invite more into your life. Praise God, take care of yourself, and keep moving forward. And I picked this quote because, um, and it was really at the last minute, you know what I'm saying, pertaining to um, our uh, episode tonight. Um, Be mindful as to who you have in your circle. Be mindful of the people that you have in your circle based on their lifestyles and, you know, their their habitats to pretty much determine whether you need to be truly seeking advice from that person. You know, mm-hmm. um, be mindful as, you know, regardless of what they, their lifestyle is, be mindful as to, you know, what type of advice, you know, they give to you. You know what I'm saying? Like a person can, you know, be at their lowest and still be able to uplift you based off of what they, you know, based off of what they speak, you know what I'm saying? And vice versa, you know, so actually, you know, so definitely be mindful of that. Um, 
don't allow don't allow misery to you know to uh to invade your your, your personal happiness you know like the quote says you know just to just to keep pushing forward praise god and take care of yourself and you know continue to uplift yourself and you know the loved ones around you you know what i'm saying who who true who truly genuinely seek that help and you know not take advantage of it you know and you um that's right. yeah that's uh that's the uh, quote for tonight so peace and love happy father's day to all my kings out there and we are out peace and love y'all